1939, construction workers and archaeologists excavating the grottoes beneath St. Peter's Basilica stumbled upon a necropolis that held a number of stone coffins. One of the coffins held an inscription that indicated that St. Peter himself had been buried within. The bones were placed inside an unassuming shoebox and then recovered by the Vatican, who kept them secured and away from close scrutiny. Vatican correspondent Bruno Bartoloni wrote that the bones were kept so closely guarded mainly because of a 1,000-year curse that had been placed on the resting place of St. Peter that would befall those who disturbed his final resting place. The Vatican has existed for over 2,000 years, with its long-reaching influence in the Western world shaping many of the important events of history. Within its span of one of, if not the, most powerful organizations in Europe, it's not unusual that legends and rumors tell of the powerful secrets held within their vaults. This case file joined the theorists as they take a spin in the Popemobile and delve into the secrets of the Vatican. Welcome to Alien Theorist Theorizing Case File 185, The Vatican. I'm Braden. I'm Zell. I'm Dan. And I'm Andrew. Oh, highly requested topic. Almost too yeah. much. There's too much in it. So we're going to have to... Yeah. Yeah. Like, honestly, we're not going to call this Vatican Part 1, but... This is going to be op- we're going to leave this open ended. It's the that it's the mystery, mysteries of the Vatican, specifically the archives, for the most part. We could well, probably do a ten parter. So more, what you're saying is more archives, less diddling. Is that what we're focused we're on? Leave today? the diddling out. We're going to try to do all the like instances between the diddling when the diddling <laughs> would ramp down and they would do us some other shady shit, and then so they're going to circle like, oh, around back to the diddling, diddling, back to diddling, circle around the diddling. Yeah, yeah, that's okay, what it says. Okay. I mean, because right. it's rampant crazy. I mean, the other shit's just unbelievably depressing. <laughs> it's so sad. Like, it's crazy. Um, I know we touched upon, like, the, the shit in Rwanda. Well, if we're calling you know, this the it's mysteries of the Vatican, we know <laughs> yeah. there was diddling. <laughs> there was not a mystery. It's not a mystery. It's not a mystery. Yeah, stay tuned for horrors of the Vatican. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the worst part too, like it, you, you touched on it, like Rwanda, and then we talk about the diddling, and then like the fucking Vatican Bank, the way they aided the Nazis escaping. Like, there's some fucked up shit that's going on in this place. Hey, a little, little tidbit, if you want a little uh, backstory into the Vatican Bank, you should go on to our patreon.com slash aliens theorist podcast, because me, me and Dan do a three-parter on Operation Gladio. And, it's crazy. And and it's they the, were fucking- the strange triangle between the CIA, the mafia, and the Vatican. Yeah, and they were basically funding black operations all through Europe. It's a wild one, but like I said, this one we're just gonna <laughs> we're gonna keep it a little lighter and focus on some Vatican mysteries. We're, go- we're going through the internet, the lore of the Vatican, what may be hidden, yeah. hidden in the archives, and the, all the rest, all the other goodies. Keeping it PC here. Yeah, for this one, we'll, we'll get yeah. to the other stuff. How are we gonna start this one off? So, if we're specifically talking about the Vatican, the Vatican, which is located in this, you know, next to the city of Rome. Uh, 
I've been, I've been there. I've tra- uh, when I traveled through Europe, I've been there before. It's 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 really impressive. Been inside St. Peter's uh, Basilica and all that. Like it is, it's really cool. Wonder. Dan, of can architecture. I ask you a question? Then this is what I thought because the Vatican's a country, its own separate country, right? City state, yes. like technically. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you, is it, when you're going in there because it's like is there like passport check where you have to like get your passport stamped to go into the Vatican? I. Don't uh, it's been a while, but I can't I don't really remember it. I don't think there was like a checkpoint. I think we went in. We went in as part as like a, a tour group, really. So it's we? like an open border. It's like, eh. yeah, you just kind of like go in and then we just like, um, yeah, it was it, I don't remember getting passport checks or, or anything like that. I can't remember really recall because I, I on a quick search, it says because it has no airport or sea borders and there's only one entrance that you don't need a passport. Because yeah, you're already, you're already we in, just took a taxi. We we took we were in Rome, and it's like we just took a taxi to to Vatican City. Yeah, you're itself. already in Italy. There's no other way to get to the Vatican unless you're already in Italy. So yeah, it makes so. sense, I guess. But it's pretty much like getting into Disneyland. Same shit. Yeah, if, if Disneyland were its own country, I guess <laughs> <laughs> city state, which it will be someday, almost yeah. it should be, dude. And and most of the Vatican's like 600 citizens are uh, foreign nationals. <laughs> well, doesn't I was. Reading something, don't you have to actually like be employed to live there? Yeah, and if you if yeah if you have a job, you can. There's like certain amount of residency you can stay there, and if you lose your job, they kick you out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can't stay here. Kick rocks, bud. Yeah, yeah. It's a you know it, it is an amazing the, the architecture there and just the history that you can feel in that from there. It is. It's kind of mind boggling. Like you go inside that basilica and it is, it's huge. It's way kind of like small from the outside and you get inside and it's just nuts. You've got Michelangelo's Pieta like sitting over there. Uh, we took a tour. We got to go uh, inside. The Pieta, the, uh, yes. Mm. Like we've Quite got, familiar. <laughs> the, the statue of, of Mary holding uh, the body of, of Jesus Christ. And then you also have, um, we, when we went, uh, I was lucky enough to go to the Sistine Chapel, and when we were inside, they actually lit it up, which they don't do very often, apparently, because it, the the light damages the the pigments and things like that. But so, they actually lit it up. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that's where they keep all the porn, right? I mean, the Sistine <laughs> Chapel is just chock full yeah. of naked people, so I mean, so pretty yeah. much. <laughs> all right. But if we're talking about mysteries of the Vatican, then what most people refer to as the most mysterious part of the Vatican is perhaps the secret or what is referred to as the secret. I probably should put that in quotes. Secret archives uh, located there, which is like some something like 52 miles of just documents, uh, treatises and things like that, which are located in a secure location in Vatican City. And pretty much the only way you get in there is if you are a pretty high uh, high ranking or, or diddler, no, <laughs> <laughs> but some diddlers have probably been in there. So if you are a um, a, like a, a pretty much a a scholar or something like a high ranking scholar or something like this, uh, grand maester. They, I heard they let like some people from the media in there as well. Like, they they have that's recent before, Yeah, they'll. You need like special permission to get in. You cannot. Uh, it, it's not like a library. It's not a public library. They don't let you just walk in and browse. Uh, yeah. these stacks of of you know historical documents. You have to From actually minders, know what you're, what looking, you're for. looking for, right? And be specific. So it's like you're like, I want the book on the UFO, and they're like, not specific enough. We're not giving it out. <laughs> yeah. But you, you gotta need, know exactly you need the time, the, the date, title, the shape of the, the UFO. Everybody's yeah. the names first. 
last names, their mother's maiden names of the people who saw it. And then well, it's, it's genius, documents. right? Because then with those rules, like, yeah, if you know what you're looking for, we'll give it to you. But they're like, well, I, I don't really know what I'm looking for. I think this. And they're like, well, that's not it. We don't have that. We, we Unless you got to be specific. They have no Dewey Decimal System there. <laughs> this right? random. Well, it's, it's, it's very it's similar anarchy. to the FOIA, like making a FOIA request. It's like you need to know exactly what you're looking for. So. This yeah. bullshit. This goes against everything I learned from Arthur. Having fun isn't hard when you got a library card. You should be able to walk right in that place. <laughs> have a look at whatever the fuck you want. Dude, so like for the longest time, for like hundreds of years, if you could only gain access to the archives, if you're like a like a top, what are they? Hitler. A, cl- a clergyman? <laughs> what do they call them in Catholic? A bishop? A cler- what, what's yeah. the top? Uh, bishops and things like bishops and cardinals are like the, ba- the big ones. Um, but you could, well, they actually, they actually let scholars in like secular scholars and things like that. And I think they kind of opened it up in like the 1860s, I believe is when it really kind of opened up. Like they allowed like archive, like the, uh, you know, Holy See archivist started letting people in um, and to, to go in and look through these documents. Cause there are some important historical documents in there. They have the, you know, the papal bulls of like excommunication of Martin Luther. They've got the, uh, the papal bulls in. in oh uh, dude, the, I'm so dumb. I thought there was some sort of bowl. They actually had some physical bowl. I was like, what's with all these bowls that they keep? <laughs> yeah. Every time, every time they wanted to make a uh, announcement, uh, the Pope would get a bowl and then they would inscribe it on the side of the bowl and then they would let it out. No, no, you just yell it into the bowl and you get a sweet echo coming out of the bowl so everybody can hear it. Yeah. <laughs> it's in only in recent times though, like you can get in, but you can only get like 10 documents a day and you're only allowed four hours. Like there's still a lot of stipulations of who, like what you're allowed to do in there. It's not like you get a pass and you can just spend two weeks just digging through the archives. You have to have like a specific timeline and you're only allowed to read so much stuff. Right. Even if you're a really uh, prestigious scholar from some leading university, you still have to follow the rules. And some of the rules are still pretty constrictive about what you can take and what you can what you can look through. So even if you're a maester, even if you're a maester. And the other problem is, is some of the like a lot of these documents are in completely different languages, Latin and shit and and, and need translating. So it's it's like you you were behind the eight ball no matter how you go at it. Yeah. Uh, Time constraints, you know, things need to be translated. It's not like you're making photocopies. It's all the ancient Greek, ancient Latin, all the Latin, like all Mm -hmm. languages that don't really exist anymore. (laughs) Only so, so many people can read them. And can we just talk about for a second the f- fifty miles of shelves? Is that like mm-hmm. per shelf they're they're considering, or is that like just so if there's like ten shelves on a rack, is that like considering each shelf, or is that just like actually fifty miles? It's probably of like racks? a length of shelves. It's probably like if you go up and down, up, up and, and down, down, up and down, up and down. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Still yeah. fifty miles. Like, yeah, like the Vatican, Vatican City is not that big, so I'm like, <laughs> is this is the whole underground just fucking miles of tunnels? Just miles of just like, well, just, just the rooms and rooms of, of, of forbidden books and knowledge, stuff, yeah. forbidden knowledge, secrets and secrets held stop, within stop, stop, like stop, stop, one, stop, 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 number one, the grand grimoire, grimoire. Ooh, the dragon rouge, the dragon rouge. Uh, the Grand uh-huh. Grimoire is believed to be held in the secret archives. It is a medieval grimoire or book of magic, essentially, uh, that is said to possess immense powers. Well, <laughs> It kind of ranges. I mean, it it some of it's like, hey, this book tells you how to summon Lucifer. Or 
some other guy, the prime minister of hell. <laughs> well, no, it's, it, I think that's the weird thing that like everything that I was reading, it mostly centered around the, uh, the uh, Lucifuge Rofocale. Yeah. Which was that like was, the. Pronounce that again. That, that was, was great. Nice. Lucifuge Rofocale. Rofocale. He's hell's, he's hell's government and treasury. <laughs> Even hell has like, a treasury. Oh yeah. yeah. He's the banker, man. He's the guy that runs the shit. That's true, I guess. I mean, but like criminals. So like this book shit book. Mentions what else like, would be more damning than having to work in a, a giant bureaucracy for the rest <laughs> of your life? Like yeah. that's what that's what I imagine hell yeah. is like. <laughs> it's endless bureaucracy and paperwork. So, so what you're telling me here is this grimoire is pretty much the pick of destiny. Once you get it, you can, can you control the devil and you can do a whole bunch of cool stuff. Or? Well, it's kind of cool that you say that though because this is pretty much the fucking like premier demonic pact. Like this was like the first one ever documented. This is where they get all those different, like making a deal with the devil from basically. Yeah. It is said to have been written during the 18th century or I think during the 18th century is when they kind of had this, I guess uh, what is referred to as the cheap grimoire boom in France. And so this is where you get a bunch of copies of the actual grand grimoire or the original one. The The original one was said to have been written by an apocryphal figure known as Honorarius of Thebes. And he claimed to actually have been possessed by the devil himself when he read, wrote it. So, you know, he's getting firsthand knowledge to write it down. Okay, hold on. That doesn't line up for me at all. When I read that, I went, so hold on. Give me one second here because this, when you read about the grand grimoire, it outlines how to summon the devil and then you can smite him with a, a power shaft, power rod. What was yeah, it? No, you rod blast him with the power rod. rod. Yeah. You give him a blasting fucking rod. blast you, with it. You blasting smite him rod. as he comes and then you, are, then you control him and then you can make a deal with him. And I'm like, so you're telling me this motherfucker got possessed by the devil and the devil went, you know what? Let me pull out my pen here, and I'm going to write down exactly how you can summon me in the future and smite me when I come, when you summon me. Well, maybe he's just doing it to, like, you know, make his boy Lucifuge a bitch. Yeah, it's not there, him. There, it's there's Lucifuge. Still, I, yeah, yeah, I, I would think make it's important to make distinctions between, like, Satan and Lucifer and, like, Asmodeus and, and Asphodel and, like, all the other, you know, alleged demons and, and, denizens of hell i think there's a bunch of different ones so the book the book talks about well lucifer as the emperor beelzebub as the prince and astaroth as the grand duke of hell so those are like the three the, the big cheeses and then you have like <laughs> santa Anch oh, fuck, how do you satan anchia agualarep fiolorte sargantanus and neberos those are like well the, and lucifuge rofacale oh yes rofacale yeah, rofacale so six lower demons and three head honchos of hell. So, but if you so if you summon, you're, are you summoning Lucifer? Then are you summoning like the Emperor of Hell? I don't think so. I think you, I, I you're probably summoning summoning the Prime Minister, lower, Lucifuge, <laughs> the Prime Minister, Lucifuge Rofacale. Yeah. Well, that would the make more sense, right? <laughs> because if you, when I was reading this, I went, okay, there's no way you're actually summoning Lucifer because it wouldn't make sense. It would make sense that he was. This guy was maybe possessed by Lucifer. Lucifer wrote this book of how to summon and control Lucifuge Rofacal because you still make a deal with him that's for your soul. Right? So <laughs> the treasure of hell. What what's the currency? What, souls, what buddy. Soul souls. It's like souls it's like and Chris Bitcoin. And orphans tears. <laughs> Dude, souls are like crypto of hell. That's what it is. Yeah. There's sure. you know, there's a finite number of souls in the universe, like a finite yeah, number but of when crypto. Yeah, but wouldn't it be like a like what's the 
wouldn't there be like a thing about quality like or is it quality over is it quantity or is it quality like how quality of the soul yeah maybe a better quality soul is worth more i guess yeah i mean probably one of these lesser demons probably that's his job inspect souls give it a rating i don't know (laughs) that 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 was nowhere in the research we're we're adding to the lore now (laughs) different different levels of souls yeah the uh the literature about this the grand grimoire uh, it's not 100 percent sure whether uh, even if it is located in the archives if it's kept in the archives if it's the original one or it's a copy of the original one so we're not 100 percent sure but yeah this this thing is uh this is one of the things that they believe is is held down there you know, and it's whether, hidden like under the archive in a right, secret it's right next to the necronomicon chamber of sure. secrets with yeah. the fucking secrets well, apparently this book, is this the book too where I read like, and now I might be mistaking, confusing some reason, uh, but this book also details how popes are corrupted, like newly elected popes are corrupted. Yeah, that is also one of them, yeah. Right? So if this is a thing outlining how like new like new popes are like, this is what happens, the pope gets thing, and then he's corrupted by the, by Lucifuge. Um, you wouldn't want this getting out because they're like, well, then are all elected popes getting, you know, swayed by the devil? Like, is this is this the thing? So I like to think that it's in some case and every night someone just goes and pets the, the grimoire and it's fleshy and it's got a, that purple aura. And he's good. <laughs> yeah, soon. Okay, so, so in order for me to get the grimoire, some of my pal... The devil, Zell. Come on, you wrote the fucking grimoire. Don't even start with us. I'm, t- I'm trying to get, trying to get it back. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so it's, it's bare. I've been looking for that it for a while. Signed, it's valuable. <laughs> it's, ba- it's buried in the archives, so I have to venture to the Zeltron original. I need that back. That no, you worth- have to, you have to request it in its original biblical Hebrew or Aramaic name, because that's what it's said that it's to have been written in. Were they still writing in? I guess so. And well, they, cause they said original copies might've been from as early as 1500s, but this wasn't till right. 17, whatever. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, some people claim that it was written in 1520 and then some others say that it was discovered in the tomb of, of Solomon, Solomon in 1750. And then, yeah, whether it was what language it's written in is still, I think a, a matter of debate. Yeah. It's, I was surprised by the lack of like, there's not a lot of equipment required to uh, summon, Lucifer, Lucifuge, whoever's coming up. I mean, you need a blasting rod to smite him when he pops up. Um, you you need um, a stone called Emetil or Emetile. I don't know. Two blessed <laughs> candles, both of which would be used to form a triangle of packs uh, so that the summoner may be protected by the spirit with the original grand grimoire, of course. And that's it. Boom, you're making deals with the devil. You're, you're wheeling and dealing. Yeah, but you got to fucking, you're going to have to national treasure that fucking grand grimoire out of there to do it. Not to mention, you got some rock. You don't even pronounce the fucking word. How are you going to find that thing? <laughs> well, how rare's, how rare's, how rare do you think? I don't know, because you can't Matile. say it properly. I don't know, even know what it is. Matile. It's a bloodstone. Bloodstone? Yeah. In what? Um, In Latin? It's like a stone made uh, of blood or get, what? Hey, I can get one for 75 bucks. <laughs> that's it? Etsy. That's all Amazon. it takes? That's kind of pricey. How do I get the smiting rod? I think it's just a stick that you just whack them with. Well, it's a stick yeah. apparently capped with some sort of magnetized Hazel. seal. 
And it's some hazel, witch hazel. Some witch hazel. <laughs> yeah. And some sage. But you, you can't whack him with it, Brain. You keep missing the whole point. You got to fucking blast him with it. You know what that means, right? Avada Kedavra? Well, you can blast him with it. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. I, I was surprised by... I was like, there's got to be more to it because if that's it, like, the secret's out. Guess I'm, who's making a deal with like, the why, devil? Why do you think there are session? so many rock stars? I mean, come on. It's, it's really I'm easy. about to go grab the Ouija board right now. I got a stick in the backyard. I got some type of gemstone I could make, make work. In case Lucifuge doesn't fucking do it for you, you get to blast him in the ass with that stick. I'm going to request Beelzebub, though. I don't want Lucifuge. No, why? You, dude, you get too crazy. You get way too ahead of yourself. First yeah, time we play Ouija, talk, you're trying to call cheese. Zazu. You don't want to go Zazu with the lower. You don't want to go with the lower was. demon. You want a. You want a high Listen, ranking. Yeah, I don't want to deal. I want. I want. I don't want a middleman. I want high. I want someone who can make some make some calls and really do a deal. These low guys. The big ball of shot calling. <laughs> the low guys are just car salesmen of hell. You know, they're not gonna. They're just. They're trying to get the best deal for them. I want the best deal for me. Uh, what else do we know about the grand grimoire? I mean, that's pretty much it. Like as, as far as what it is and what it does, I mean, there's other, other, other information that might be included in the grimoire or written inside there are things like casting magic spells or there's, um, the, the construction of magical amulets and other things like that. So yeah, just, I, I think it's pretty much like it's supposed to be the compilation of like all black magic essentially and being able to, to create is it. it so. Is it bound in human flesh? I, no, that's the Necronomicon, which is probably, like I said, it's probably right next to it. They're probably in the same section, you know? It's just like, you know, forbidden knowledge. It's just a big dark room. Yeah, it's in this section, knowledge. dark the arts. adult section of the of the books, you know, it's up over there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Behind a nice velvet rope or something. <laughs> like, yeah, right next to the largest the porn collection. <laughs> it's the bead curtains yeah. at the fucking video store that you got to go through. So whenever you go through it, everybody hears it. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> Um, so what else is the Vatican hiding from us? Another little interesting piece. Not only do they have grand grimoires and magical books, but apparently they also have technology that allows you to peer into the past. Ooh. Otherwise known as the chronovisor. It sounds like something cool out of name. a command and conquer game, Some, but it's not. No, I was going to say, it sounds like a metal band. Man. Chronovisor? It does sound pretty rad. That is a pretty, uh, yeah, somebody needs to make that a fucking band name. Chronovisor? Sounds neat. Oh, sounds and they just, gangster. and they just play songs from the, they Play songs that sound like songs from the past. Yeah, so it's just a cover band. Cover band. <laughs> they play metal covers. Oh, there's yeah. a there's a band called Chronovisor. Damn it! Oh, what do they play? What's their genre of music? I'm looking. Norwegian death metal for sure. Probably. They don't have any. They don't have. There's a band called Chronovisor and they have no music. No, they don't have any bio or anything. But I don't want to play a song. <laughs> Too yeah. metal for bio. Yeah. Too metal for bio. Uh, Straight from the uh, hell itself. Yeah, this is this is a weird one where it, it is apparently it was an invention by one Father Pellegrino Ernetti. Uh, well, he, I don't know if it was invented by him or he was just kind of the brought it forward. He told he leaked it. He leaked it. No, he's well. He said that he worked on this thing with the help of okay. people like. <laughs> what is his credentials? When when you're about to list of who helped him make it, I go, how much did this guy really do other than just be there? He's the business yeah. guy, you know? Well, he's he gave, he's uh, wheeling okay, and dealing. Well, he, I, I don't know. He funded it. He backed it or whatever. I don't know. But <laughs> he said, apparently he in the 1950s, he worked with 12 famed scientists of some that included people like Enrico Fermi and Werner von Braun. Oh, uh, those are some, some heavy, heavy hitters. Some pretty yeah. big guys. Because, you know, you want 
the you know the world's leading rocketry expert working on your time machine i guess i don't know like what the fuck <laughs> okay <laughs> sure um and this is a what it was meant to do is when he said that it allowed him to look into the past so it's not necessarily like a time travel device it's more like it allows you to look into the past like you would set the little from what they did the descriptions it's like you set dials to the time and place that you want to see not right. I, let so me dumb it down for you no it's a pensive it's it's a vr that you put in and it's connected to Google Maps of the past. You Google Maps the time, date, and place, and you go there, and you can watch what's going on in live action. But what if I'd say that's and that's great because it's like if you put the time, date, and place, but it's like if you because it, it doesn't sound like it's that precise because they don't give a really good description about what it is. So I imagine like you put the time, date, and place, and what if it was just like a fucking like uh you know shit pit like out in the middle of the city, <laughs> like you put like you know. You put like Bethlehem, you know, zero, <laughs> zero AD, and then, you know, and you want to see the birth of Jesus Christ, and you're like, oh no, it's just a donkey taking a shit somewhere in Bethlehem. Like, it's like, <laughs> yeah, well, no. so you probably have to use your little joysticks to walk around. Well, pretty much doesn't describe there being a because he said that it, it, it from this, their descriptions of it, it's like you, you just, I don't think you get to walk around, it just shows you something. Yeah. No, it, so it's the pensive. It pretty much is like yeah. it, it's like a a box consisting of like old school tubes, like cathode ray tubes, like old school right. tech, and like it looks like description was like and had like antennas, and it was a box, and it would pick up electromagnetic radiation from distant events that were still bouncing around. So say like the event happened, it it's bounced out into the ionosphere, then it's bounced into space, and then it keeps bouncing around, and this device, the chronovisor, would pick up those ancient events and you could, I guess, watch it. Do they have like tune some- Tune in. Tune in. I don't know if that like a screen or, or so like a the, fucking goggles uh, or what. described it that you would, you would crowd around this the invention and it had like a little screen and then you would watch- you know, things like speeches by Mussolini and Napoleon, or you'd watch uh, scenes from ancient Rome, uh, like ancient perform. You could watch ancient performances of lost plays that people have never seen. Uh, Yeah. It's, that's what, that's what he claimed he was able to do. And Um, and they even, they even published like farther. They They said they published a picture. Yeah. They did publish a picture. And they also said like, they could watch like the crucifixion of Christ and like the whole shebang. Right. Yeah. Cause that was in 1972 where the Italian magazine La Domenica del Corriere. Oh, it was in the 70s? Corriere. Yeah. This was, in the, oh, okay. Yeah. You, so you stand in front of this little box and they're like, here you go, man. Smoke this and you go anywhere you want to fucking go. <laughs> put, the, put this on your tongue. Yeah. Uh, they published a picture of what uh, Ernetti claimed was the crucifix the crucified christ and it was like a face like just the face pretty much the face like the only pictures i could actually find that that i guess that had been published in the paper were just like these uh, black and white photos of you know an agonized face of someone whether it's jesus christ or not it's kind of who knows is it a white guy yeah it's definitely a white guy <laughs> all right 100%. And, probably didn't uh, work then yeah they said that his him and his team of I don't know what you want to call them, chrononauts or whatever you want to call them, <laughs> were able to watch everything the last days of Christ, from the Last Supper to the final moments on the cross. And then he took a photo 
I guess, of the screen or whatever. Somehow, whatever the display that we're using, because nobody's ever actually seen this thing. Um, and, you know, but then there was a little bit of a dispute as to whether that picture that showed up in the paper or was published in the paper um seemed to strongly resemble the reversed image of a postcard uh, from the uh, location known as the Santuario del Amor Misericordioso in the town of Cole, Cole Valenza. That sounded good. Now this this isn't the only tech that we that in the you know the lore of the internet or the history like didn't Tesla have that machine he said he could see the past present and future all happening simultaneous and so he would have been he's gone by this time so maybe that tech we know we got we know we got some heavy hitting names in here we got Fermi we got Van Braun maybe that tech maybe this is the continuation of uh, Tesla's work and the coronavirus is said to be locked into the Vatican vaults because it's it was too powerful of a device and technology to let get in the wrong hands, which I'm sure it is in the wrong hands in the Vatican. But if you think about that for a second, like say, you know, and we we can touch base on this, but like the Vatican did have connections to like, you know, the Nazi parties and stuff that like during World War II and stuff, they were really just hedging their bets. Like as much as, you know, they say they were, hey, we were not partial. Yeah. They weren't saying anything because they're like, who's going to win? And that's who we're going to be like, hey, good job. As if but, they're like, hey, listen, those guys don't like Jews and we don't either. Maybe we'll back them. <laughs> yeah. Bad dudes. They're also right. The they were smack dab in the middle of a country that was, you know, yeah, surrounded like, by fascist, a fascist dictator. Like, yeah, when, you, when you're sitting on, you yeah, know, but was Mussolini with his, was an atheist, wasn't he? Well, yeah, but it, it's like if you make a wrong move and they just come, then they they wipe out the church, they wipe out the Vatican. Yeah, but let's just go down to the vault and get some of our sweet blasting rods and beat the Nazis by ourselves. <laughs> Who cares? Um, Call fucking Lucifer or whoever the fuck, and he'll back us <laughs> up. It's all good. But so the thing is, is like, so if they got their hands on some Nazi like experimental tech, you know, we we talk about you know the Nazis being very interested in this kind of stuff. Imagine how powerful that would be to see any event in the past, right? It would it would also be dangerous because if you're the Vatican and you're trying to sell this, for lack of a better word, make believe story story, and, you can, and people can just tune in to the origins and go like, "Oh, it's this is all made up." Like it, it would you would definitely not want that to get in the hands of anyone who could disprove your version of history yeah if you if you're the head of the you know the church especially of of the catholic church the biggest denomination of christianity and if you could go back and see if this jesus christ guy was if he was a was he real a real miracle worker or was he just a guy that the stories were based around what's mary doing what's she doing over there turn it off shit turn it off (laughs) (laughs) get off her oh that's why they have the largest collection of porn (laughs) <laughs> they're chronovisoring all of us <laughs> anytime oh, you've done anything they've got it in their chronovisor at the Vatican Did it, does things take screenshots that's yeah, does it take good. video recordings of the past well, events well apparently they were taking pictures of it or do you take a picture of the screen with a different camera y- yeah but what I'm saying that, that was that was what 50 years ago it's it's probably gotten a little better since then that's true They got they, it's a digital cr- 
uh, chronovisor now. It's not analog anymore. Yeah, they're just recording. The recording ra- all past events. The ray tubes have been replaced with semiconductors, and it's all digital, and it records everything onto hard drives. And yeah. it's like it's what's um what's that program in the states that listens to all your telephone calls? Uh, N- NSA, the agency NSA. Yeah, it's like oh, that on steroids. Yeah. It's, that. it's like that on steroids. <laughs> it just watch watches you, and they have it recorded. It, it can just go back to any point in your history and be like, yeah, he said that. Yeah, so they got blackmail and everything like yeah. any dark secret you've ever done they're just like hey look at this video and you're like how did you get video of this they're like mm, but you don't matter. want this to get out <laughs> I, I will say that uh, <laughs> Urchino made these claims of having now. this chronovisor but this exact type of uh, device was described in at least two or three science fiction popular science fiction stories that had been like published like 30 years before he had made these claims so stuff like this actually exist or concepts for this did exist before um before Ernetti made his claims so creating it, this. It, was, it was in the public it was in the zeitgeist of public right. knowledge and yeah i mean and the stories that came out i mean a lot of them are like what philip k dick and and all of them uh, like the 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 concept of having one of them was exactly like uh one of the stories is exactly like a uh, minority report it's like precog crime where crime has become uh pretty much like you have the the chronovisor so you can see the future so crime is like non-existent and you have the you could only classify crimes as like you know crimes of passion or insanity pretty much are the ones isn't the chronovisor just just the past though or can you see the future with it as no you can see the future too but it was like you could see the past like there's those ones you could see the future but then there's also ones that you could see the past too there's another story that pretty much um uh tried to make the point that if you were able to see the past and you're able to like validate people's claims and things like this it would end up destroying the world and it was a pretty (laughs) it led the world to nuclear devastation so I mean, if you want to lock it up, I mean, that story makes a pretty good point as to why you would want to lock it up, because then you could just use you could utilize those things in, you know, videos and stuff from the past to support propaganda films and things like pretty much like produce propaganda and whatever you wanted. So, you know, Mm, yeah, okay, that's just a cool concept, something that can see the past through like residual radiation is some, somehow bouncing around the galaxy and you can tune into something that happened 2000 years ago and see it. That's some great sci-fi right there. Mm-hmm. But if it exists, and it's probably right beside the grimoire. We'll find it. Can we? <laughs> but if you want to talk about something like wearable tech, as opposed to that one, uh, one of the other things that I thought uh, while we were going through the secrets of the Vatican, I didn't see this one listed as much, but uh, I thought this is one of the things that you'd probably want to keep in the Vatican archives is the object known as the Seal of Solomon, which a cool, is a, cool a ring that was reported or in, in legends, it was said to be possessed by King Solomon and was given to him by God himself directly from heaven. And it was gave him the ability to summon and control good and bad spirits and, you know, AKA demons uh, and perhaps angels and also allowed him to, to speak with animals apparently and so. genies and genies. And genies. Well, <laughs> gen- genies are like spirits. So it's like, yeah, they leave them in there. So that was and one that of the was, things that, that was, was considered a, like a godly power. Yeah. Being able to so do that. Kind of sounds like oh, a, man, someone so made a deal with a, uh, fucking Rofakali or whatever his name is. Well, yeah. Well this, like you could summon demons and stuff. Could you not with the ring? 
Yeah, it's uh, the ring was made of brass and iron, and you could use it to like the you could use the seal that was had you know, which is like I guess the two parts were used to seal written commands to good and evil spirits. I suppose like it's kind of like why you gotta take it dark so fast? So you can also fucking do little with it. Yeah, I mean you could talk to animals. Start talk to animals and all that stuff. Think about all the cool shit you could do with that. Which is like I thought that was a pretty cool thing, but always that uh, don't fuck with the squirrels. <laughs> don't fuck with squirrels Morty yeah at least in one of the tales about the seal of Solomon you do have the mention of Asmodeus or Sakir I think is apparently one of them uh, it's said that uh, Solomon usually had the custom of removing his ring when he was about to wash and then he would uh, give it to one of his wives Amina since he had multiple wives and to, to, to hang on Sinner. to it now on one occasion, Amina had it, and a rebellious spirit, one they probably had taken control of before, took Solomon's form, actually shapeshifted into Solomon, and took the ring, and then seated himself as the king, as King Solomon, and ruled for 40 days in his stead. Just morphed into Solomon and... Yep, they kicked him out, like, it, it, they ended up kicking him, Solomon, like, out of his own, out of his own castle like out of his own temple just out and then he's wandering around for like 40 days apparently <laughs> i feel like they made that a little bit more pc because you know that's what the pimps used to do in all those old movies they'd be like make them hold the rings before they slapped them <laughs> yeah hold my ring <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and according to legend like this was punishment for uh idolatry that was being practiced by one of his wives but he didn't know about it but apparently um one of his wives was as worshiping some idol and then God was like, Hey, it's your fault for not knowing. So Mm-mm. take a hike, bud. <laughs> Blew it. Isn't this, I was reading too, that this might be where the star of David came from. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, so it's like, yeah, it's like a hexagram. Like it's, it's the usual sign that is used to signify the, the seal of Solomon. It's pretty neat. Which you can, it, to me, it just seems fishy that it's like you get the godly power of summing, summoning gins and demons i'm like well sounds like someone else's sounds like someone else's power but is isn't the end of that story too he gets the ring back because the demon drops it in the water gets eaten Mm -hmm. by a fish yep and then the fish is caught by a fisherman it's it's opened up they give the ring back to him and he gets he gets his power back yep well because his punishment was over it was on the 40th day so his punishment was over so you know you know divine providence I guess so. I mean, there's billions of fish in there. Like, good thing you got the right fish with the ring in its mouth. I mean, I'm sure it was purposeful, right? Like that happened. His so, punishment was over. They made it happen. Yeah. So God, you're God saying that beside the Necronomicon and the Grand Grimoire, they have this Ring of Solomon, Ring of Power. They got Solomon's ring pink, of power. pink ring just sitting yeah, there. Solomon's yeah. pinky ring. Because they don't say yeah, what yeah. finger it's on, so it's probably a pinky ring. I mean, come it's on, definitely a pinky ring. <laughs> Interesting. <sighs> That's pretty I cool. Just, Solomon. Weird. It's a weird, that's a weird thing to like, a weird tale of like, I just can't get over the summoning demons. I'm like, why would you say that's godly? Just like, scold I don't them. Think- you gotta summon well, them. Just it, like, it was back, originally given to, to him because he asked for it uh, or he prayed for it because one of the, I think one of the sons of the construction, nah. like mm, the construction I- workers, like the foreman that was working on his temple was possessed or thought to be a possessed by a spirit. So he prayed to God to 
for something no. to help him. <laughs> and so he gave him happened. this in order to call forth the spirit and no. Just because you would do some nefarious shit with it doesn't mean this guy's going to. We had, all know you'd be summoning demons to be like, hey, listen, this is what this guy's going to give me. What can you give me? What's the deal here? Can you? He summoned Rafakali. He's like, hey, give me Rafa some. I, I want a I ring that controls the demons. He's like, got to sell your soul, brother. He's like, done. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Um, yeah, little do you know I got this blasting stick, bud. Yeah. Hey, oh. <laughs> probed him with it back to hell <laughs> back to hell that's bitch. what i'm saying it's not it's a blasting this is the catholic church we're talking about yeah blasting with those sticks man be careful demons giving it back to him uh, there's a there's more to do with the vatican archives we're gonna get to but we gotta take a quick beer break and Ooh, we'll be including aliens who of course you know you know we're getting to the aliens we gotta get more for it we're gonna get far out yeah we're going, we're going out there right, we'll be right back We're back. What theory of secret archives would be complete without the archives containing perhaps evidence of aliens? Because e- evidence that uh, either of knowledge of remains or of possible live bodies, depending on which part of the internet you go, you go looking yeah. for it. Uh, you have you have this point made by you know numerous TV shows and and authors and things like this where you where you have an organization like the Catholic Church that has been had a relatively uninterrupted legacy for the last at least thousand years and perhaps that they have some type of evidence or knowledge or documentation of either visitation by aliens or direct you know, physical evidence of the existence of aliens. Uh, there was a claim, I guess, made that there's this, un, I have to say, unsubstantiated claim of alien skulls or some type, of, some type of elongated or disfigured skulls that were discovered near or under the Vatican. Like well, I found that in, in my research and it was like one quick little blurb. Well, yeah, there was a documentary called uh, Alien Files Unsealed and it came out. Yeah, like, and I've watched that one. I've watched yeah, that one. I've wa- I watched it like when we first started the pod, I was watching all these like, all these documentaries like that and alien files unsealed. The guy's pretty much saying, Oh, this, because the, they, the Vatican came out and said, like they acknowledge the existence of possible ET life. Cause the galaxy is so vast because another, one thing about the Vatican is like Vatican astronomers, like they got a lot of, they got a lot of dollars behind them and there's like an observatory there and they own an observatory in like Arizona. So they're yep. like, they're, they're astronomers. I mean, they're religious astronomers. Mm-hmm. But they've changed face over the last like 50 years. Before it was like God is the only being outside of Earth. Now they're like, no, God has probably many beings across the galaxy of different worlds similar to Earth. Like it's only possible that it has to be just by judging by the like the evidence. So then alien files, uh, un, un, what's it called unsealed alien files or alien files unsealed. I can't remember, but they pretty much made the claim because they interviewed they interviewed the guy. What was his name? I had it right here. So the they interviewed Dr. Jose Funes, who's like he's the head of the Vatican Observatory. And they took what he said, like, oh yeah, we we acknowledge that there's other must be other life out there. And then a, an ominous guy says, The Vatican admits that there's aliens in the <laughs> at the Vatican. And you're like, oh fuck, really? And then you go searching for it and you can't find anything else except that documentary. I mean, yeah. but so, so they did acknowledge 
like the scientists acknowledge that we must not be the only life just by this, like the vastness of the, of the galaxy pretty much. But yeah, the, the Catholic church has had the concept of other worlds existing since like 300 AD. Um, it, it is because in 384 AD, uh, it, the, actual belief of other worlds was categorized as heretical. So that's when, you know, so they had this kind of idea like floating around since then, but it wasn't until actually like 1593, you had one, um, uh, a Dominican friar by the name of Giordano Bruno, who actually came up with like his own cosmology. And, uh, he was a philosopher, mathematician, uh, and hermetic occultist. And he made the point and that there were other worlds. And he wrote a couple of treatises and things like this that claimed that he was almost one of the first people to kind of acknowledge that the stars like were actual suns. Like he's like, they are suns just like our sun is a star. So it's all the same. And they perhaps have their own worlds. And this was classified back then. This was considered heresy. So of course he was burned at the stake, but um, he is considered a martyr for science at this point, but the Catholic Church has not always been so keen about uh, acknowledging that there are other worlds and things like this. So, so he, um, so he, pretty much, he was giving the idea of like heliocentrism well before, like, because it wasn't until like 1500s that they said like, oh, so something happened in the Dark Ages where like we reverted back to like thinking that we're the center of the universe, like Earth is. Well, uh, in his, in his kind of concept of the universe bruno uh he conceptualized the universe as having no center uh which is kind of in uh in contrast to people like uh i guess his contemporaries like copernicus and kepler who thought the universe was spherical like just a, a circle um whereas kind of bruno is a little bit more right where it's kind of more like a plane i guess not like a really it's not a super just, massive it's flat it's a flat plane yeah, baby <laughs> but what, what we can tell so far but no he was one of you know you have a lot of the catholic church is built on a lot of astronomy like they, a lot of their buildings are like astrological clocks and things like this and they they line up with celestial bodies and and but i mean a lot of buildings do a lot of religious buildings do you know when you center your religion around those kinds of events but um it, it is I think it's kind of almost a testament to the flexibility of religion where it's like now pe people always kind of be like, oh, why would you, why would they keep it secret? That's always the question. Like, oh, why would they keep it secret? Oh, because it would destroy religion that if aliens existed where most, I think if you, if you ask a lot of like theologians and, and you know, religious scholars now, like they're like, no, it, it wouldn't like it, it really, the concept of beings existing outside of earth and being like that would, most of it would just kind of fit yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. But when I, so when I was in religious school, that idea of like other worlds was not ever talked about or anything. And that's, I think that's like more common than like believing that there's other worlds. Like that's a new. I feel like that's a new age thing. Because before it was like, yeah, we're this our. It's he created this world, and all, and that was taught for years and years. So whatever, like whoever. So Bruno was burned in 1600. So the idea right, was there, so, but that, so the idea was there, but I don't think until it's like a newer thing now that I don't I don't know because I haven't been to church in a long well, time. Well, you had at least you had at least um, one 
I can't remember the the priest's name, but you actually had a, a Vatican uh, astronomer and physicist who gave us the idea of the Big Bang. Like the, the a Vatican scholar was responsible for that idea and that in creating it. Yeah, and that I hundred percent. But I'm just saying that that idea it seems to not as not as trickled down to like low community churches. Like that's not you don't hear the pastor going up there and being like, "Hey guys, there's a bunch of aliens out there also, but we're just going to concentrate on." our planet for now. That's always like we it's always con- like concentrated on earth is the only one. Georges Lemaitre. Who's that? That's the guy. That's the guy that came with the big bang. Right. He's a Catholic um, priest. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but I I also think that uh, like you said, yeah, I think it's it's a regional it might be a regional thing too. Like a lot of uh you know there are regional differences in, in some of the interpretations of religions and things like that, but as far as like Catholic scholars go, a lot of them like publish papers and things like this, where it's, you know, aliens, if they existed, would just be another part of the plan. Like it wouldn't, it wouldn't destroy anything. It wouldn't really change anything. They would just be like, okay, there's aliens, but they were also created. It doesn't change that everything was created by God or no, that they aren't part of the plan. It's just, it opens up another avenue for even more discussion about being like, well, even if you're like, okay, well, salvation is obtained through belief in Christ and his sacrifice. Perhaps these aliens have another, what if they have a Christ figure? And it's like, this, perhaps, I thought they, I thought they had a know. collection of alien skulls. That's more, what was my impression that, well, that is, that is on, that is out there that they found these alien skulls under the Vatican and like an old, an old, uh, cause it's actually built like the Vatican's built on like ancient, like an ancient Rome, like, yeah, all of Rome is all of like well, yeah. Just, <laughs> all of Rome is built on top of Rome, well, ancient like, Rome. Just like graveyards of years and dead of people. Buildings. Are we sure like, that they're? Are we sure that they're alien skulls and not maybe some like ancient demon skull or something well, like that? Well, maybe, the one I saw looked like a yeah, fucking demon. Same that thing. One that, yeah, aliens. I saw the same one. So there's this. There's a story of this guy who was on a tour of the Vatican. He was like, "Hey, I got to pee." Made some serious wrong turns. End up in some catacombs he wasn't supposed to. And inside one happen. of these rooms was this like encased like demon skull. It looks like, was it elongated as hell. Uh, I don't no, know if it's not really. Where was the picture? I'm sure we could pull it up and post it. It was freaky yeah. as hell. Um, Alien skull Vatican. I couldn't find anything, but yeah. Um, let me see if I can pull it. But yeah, like, from my readings, is like they have a collection of alien-looking skulls, like straight out of the alien movies. Maybe they were used as props. I mean, there were a lot. I mean, there's a lot of uh, cheesy Italian sci-fi movies that were shot. So, I mean, possibly <laughs> it could be props slipped over from some shitty Italian dubbed over uh, sci-fi movie. So, hold on, I'm gonna send. Well, when you when I search it, you just it just search, it pulls up the Peruvian elongated skulls. Here, That's I'm gonna put up this chat, and then click that link, post that picture. This is the picture the guy took. But it's 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 terrifying looking, and apparently, well, I mean, allegedly, this thing is just sitting in case in some you know dark private room where you're not supposed to be going. But if you can't, if this guy just stumbled in when he's taking a pee, it must not be that heavily guarded. <laughs> well, you, dude, it's you know the catacombs. Chat. He probably made a couple turns, didn't know how to get back. Is that, yeah. Like, I, I mean, that's a YouTube video, but does that that doesn't say it's the actual picture of it, does it? Yeah, no, that's the legit picture. Yeah, it's in the group chat. Can... No, I looked at it. Like it, but it's it's in that thing. It's the video says that's an actual photo of it. Yes. Yeah, that's the guy. 
I, I heard the story a little differently. It was a guy that was like doing some type of maintenance somewhere. He was like a maintenance man and he ended up stumbling upon it, but snapped a quick pick of this mm-hmm. it's of this and horrid it, like split skull demon with this oh weird face. Oh my god. It's terrifying. That doesn't look like that looks like the Necronomicon just like with added teeth the on the bottom. Yeah. It's freaky looking. But I mean kind of reminds me of the fucking vampires from Blade 2. Yeah. Oh but, yeah. I mean that could easily be an alien skull too, right? Like it's how do we know? Terrifying alien. Alien race. Oh man, if that's an alien, give me the fucking little grays any day. I don't want to fuck with that guy. I yeah. Think yeah, I'll take is. the guy with no mouth, no nostrils and you know, no muscles. To me, I'm like if they had evidence of aliens like that that would go against everything they teach and stuff, why keep it? Why wouldn't you just destroy it? Why wouldn't you destroy any of that evidence? To me, that doesn't really hold up that they would have evidence of aliens and stuff that they're they're like, we got to keep this secret because if this gets out, we're ruined. It's like, well, just destroy it then. Like, wh- well, It almost makes more sense if there was aliens and the church accepted that and we found that aliens were true. And then the aliens had similar origin stories as humanity of, of like they had like a, you know, they had the same type of stories. You'd be like, okay, well, maybe this is this story transcends, you know, the galaxy or the universe. And the 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 God, I mean, people give God so many different names, but maybe there is like a central God. And the stories, I'm like, if you went to like an alien planet, they're like old, they're like, they might have been like evolved past religion or whatever now, but their old stories would still be similar to like, you know, the resurrection of Christ or insert name. There's a whole bunch of different names for it, but that would almost give more credence to religion if we met an alien species who had similar stories. So I think that's a drawing. It doesn't, honestly, it does not look real in any sense. It looks like, it looks like a drawing. I'm pretty sure it doesn't look real to you. The fact that it's mouth is like, no, I mean everything around, no, everything around that. Like it is like, I think I believe that's a painting. Yeah. Around it. There's like shelves around it with like, what's on the shelves. I'm just saying like, it's hard to get, it's hard to get a good judge of size too on that skull. But I mean, I hope, you know, maybe, uh, I wouldn't say that it would ruin religion, but it might like shake religion because you know a lot of religious people maybe do not believe in aliens for whatever reason. Maybe they're just trying. Maybe they're waiting for the right time. They'd be like, "Yeah, here we go." You know, in fifty years from now, everyone's more accepting of the not just religious scholars, I, just like religious common people are more accepting. I know a lot of, of them that don't believe in COVID, so aliens. I'm yeah, so that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> it's hard to convince people sometimes, you know? Well, you can believe that there's some guy in the sky that's making magic, but you can't believe that there's a button anyways. Anyways, you believe the guy in the sky anyways. made the guy in the sky made COVID. It was all part of his plan. Yeah. Your imaginary friend, but uh, never. Anyways. Like I said, I it's just hard for me to believe that if they had something that would go against like would hurt their power, that they would keep it intact. You'd just destroy it, yeah. You would just destroy it. Yeah, I agree. If there was like, if they really thought aliens were going to destroy their religion, then just get rid of it. Why keep it? Yeah, why hold it? Well, if they, but all not only that though. Like what we're going to talk about next, they have like fucking shit that could unravel their entire religion that's hidden in these fucking archives as well, supposedly. So, I think it's just a power move. A power they move. Want it, nobody else can have it. Okay, so what? Uh, laid on us. What do, they, what do they have that could possibly derail the entire? Well, I don't. Religion? I don't know if it necessarily. If if this is what Andrew's referring to, I don't know if it's necessarily would unravel, but it would definitely mm, cause a bit of 
challenging to some concepts that are central to the Catholic Church or beliefs. So one of the things that is may have a bit more credit, but I think like this could possibly actually be in there is the the like the official records or things like or something to that effect of the bloodline of Jesus Christ, like the actual bloodline that he was either survived, like he survived the crucifixion by some, yeah, the, the, the rumors and, and legends of how he perhaps or theories of how he could have survived the crucifixion. Uh, there are a bunch of wild ones. So he, he survived the crucifixion and he didn't get, Brought back to life and bench pressed that fucking boulder out of his way on Easter. Four thousand pound boulder. Eggs to all the kids. <laughs> yeah, uh, he either survived it or he he wasn't even up there apparently. So it could have been somebody else. That, that there's some uh, when you have a legend as as popular of as the <laughs> the crucifixion and resurrection of Christ, you have a bunch of different stories and stuff like this from from different you know interpretations of other religions, but perhaps within the the Vatican archives you would have something uh to the effect of some people theorize that they perhaps have some sort of recorded conversation that took place between Emperor Nero of Rome and Saint Paul uh the disciple uh who was held prisoner by Emperor Nero and eventually executed uh so if something so. You, you know I'm not sure if you're very familiar with Emperor Nero but like world class piece of shit mm -hmm. like like historically bad really human being. Yeah. Like we're talking using fucking Christians burning as his fucking yeah, like he was, he was the Hitler of the day. Of the day. Yeah. Back then. Like <laughs> oh dude, horrible human being. Yeah. Absolutely he, he, terrible. He foisted off the the whole uh great fire, Roman fire or whatever. He put that he blamed that on the Christians. That's um, what, so that's where Rome burnt down like almost to the ground and he blamed that the Christians started it. Yeah, pretty he, much. He, he he forced the blame on Christians of the day, and uh, you know he had Rome. He had Saint Paul, or he wasn't a saint then, but Paul, the disciple, had visited Rome at that point. Got his hands on him. Uh, he imprisoned him and then executed him uh, as part of the whole thing. But yeah, they're they're saying that perhaps there was some correspondence between the two. There were written letters and things like that between the two, and perhaps. Going against uh, referring to the survival of the of the bloodline of Jesus Christ. So either he survived it or he had children or something to do with this, like Mary Magdalene. Mm -hmm. Then we get into Da Vinci Code and Yeah, you get into the Da Vinci Day Code stuff, which is kind of drawn from both like Gnostic interpretations of Christianity. And there's also these there's also like a a, a section of Christianity. I know the Cathars or the Qatars. There's another sect of Christianity. Um I haven't looked super deep into it because it's really involved and stuff like that. And didn't want to get too deep into it, but they, yeah, there, there is some theory that Mary Magdalene was more than a prostitute on the street and was perhaps, um, you know, they, there are claims that she was involved with Jesus and they had had children. Perhaps they were uh, either lovers or they were married at some point. There, there are some theologians and biblical scholars that make the point that it, it, it would have been normal for Jesus to marry. Like it was, it was normal for rabbis back then, Jewish rabbis to, to marry. So it would have perhaps. Well, dude, you know, even he if he didn't married. marry, you know, and he, he kind of slummed around a bit. All you got, he's taken all the sins with him when he goes 
commit a few on your own, take them with you. No big deal. <laughs> what? You got to die for a few of your own sins, you got, too. Come on. If uh, you're taking everyone else's, honest, get a couple yeah. of your own in you. To be honest, like this having conversations and shit, I'm like, well, you would have all the conversations if you have a chronovisor. They didn't have right? it. You, you would have all this information. Coronavirus, coronavirus, we should have finished yeah. with the chronovisor because I'm like, if, if the chronovisor is real, they have all this because they can just fuck, put it on. They pretty much fucking TiVoed all of history. They got it yeah. all right there, ready to fucking go. Well, maybe maybe the conditions had to be right during the day for the signal to like transcend time, like bounce around right. Maybe if it, you no know, conversation conversations at night, maybe didn't carry. Maybe they, maybe yeah, they died. Maybe you can't pick some up. You can't get the right. If you're, you know, it was the celestial, if the celestial alignment is off and you know, the, those, uh, EM waves didn't bounce there's, off there's of Jupiter's moons dates. just the right yeah. way, you know, like you can't, you can't get it on the, you can't, you gotta adjust the rabbit ears on the thing because they had antennas, right? So it's like you gotta like move those around. If you didn't line them up right, maybe you well, don't everybody catch knows everything. that the signals are <laughs> obscured by the Christians burning at the stake. Mm. All that, so, all that know, smoke like, from uh, all the burning bodies. Yeah, uh, it yeah, just doesn't it work. That messed way. everything up. Now, you know? like a Nero. My final thoughts on the Vatican is that I'm sure there is some. You can't get your final thoughts. Yeah, we've got, we've got to talk about Zell's favorite part of this whole fucking case file. What? What's been that? chomping at the bit for this part. This is, well, this is the very small part. I was going to save it right for the end. So if, if that's pretty much all the main ones. So, I mean, we got to talk about... I mean, I have a few things. What, what's our time at? What do we got? Well, we're Over, good. We got last time. Hour 10? got to get to Mr. Icky. You want, you want to talk about the relationship between the architecture of the Vatican... And the reptilian race controlling our planet. We, yep. al we almost have to get there. <laughs> so if you start searching around, you get. So it's called, what is it called? The Paul uh, Paul the Sixth Audience Hall, which is where, where the it it was developed. I think it was finished construction in seventy seven. It's where the Pope gives his big addresses. It held, holds like sixty six hundred people. It's like a stadium, a stadium church. But. From above and from the inside, it has characteristics that seem to resemble a snakehead, a reptilian. So, I mean, there's really only... Coincidence? I think not. Uh, I mean, when you look at Well, there's at a it, fascination with snakes in ancient cultures, right? Like, so it's... Through all... Man, it's almost yeah, but like this snakes have been around as long as people have, and they kind of suck sometimes. <laughs> And are kind of scary. Exactly. So scary. Or they're the ones in charge. They're the they're the they race. want you to be scared of them. But th think about this though. Okay, so here here's uh here's the audience hall. Oh oh, dude, that looks like, for That's sure a like a snake. That's a snake for the fangs, the eyes. That's a snake. I thought you were talking out of your ass, but now I'm like, that's a hundred percent snake. I don't know. It's a snake. It kind of, it kind of looks like a Pacific pufferfish to me. So, <laughs> oh, that's a snake. No, but if you think, look, at, snake. look, you have the eyes. So if you're, yep. if you're, yeah. if you're just listening, uh, there's the fangs. There's two giant like stained glass eyes. The the roof looks like a scaly Scales. serpent, and on that the looks like a pufferfish. Dan, no. Dan, it's got fangs. Puffer Get out of here with your puffer fangs. Get out of here with your puffer fish. Why can't uh, Why can't we have puffer fish overlords? Dan, Just look at the you fangs. Look, look like you look like more like a puffer fish. Than yeah, this. that's why I'm in charge, dude. <laughs> look at the fangs on the stage. So if you're fangs, this is the the point of view of this is from the like the rear of the audience facing the pope. The pope would be on the stage. 
So what you would be looking at if you were in the fucking crowd or just walking. Yeah, down. and the Pope's the Pope sits right dead center, asymmetrical in the middle of the two fangs, the reptilian head, and the two eyes. You just this is it. The Pope's a fucking reptilian. It's over. It's it. It's done. Pope's a pufferfish. Pope and pufferfish both start with P. Pufferfish don't have fangs. Where's the fangs? It's not fangs. It's just teeth. Dan, your theory holds fangs. no They're water. Sharp. And this, this is the outside of the building. Oh, that's a snakehead too. That's, that's a snakehead. Oh my. Dan, try to spin that into a pufferfish. That's that a snakehead. Like, that, that doesn't look like, like That looks like a man ray. Matt, where's the no, fucking wings? Where's it shaped like a manta ray? Look at the mouth wings. It's the mouth right there. You got the eyes over no. here. Oh, Dan, yeah. Dan, Dan, Dan. This is the like fucking reptilian ray. head if I've ever seen one. Have you seen one? A, a, yes, a reptilian I'm looking at it right now. I've, I, I've caught a few snakes in my time. I'm starting to ask if, I'm starting to wonder if you've ever yeah, seen a pufferfish. have you seen fish. a reptilian head? I'm not asking if you've seen a snake. Oh, of course, Dan. They're all over the galaxy. I've seen them all. It's exactly what they look like. And they're all... I mean, they obviously Dan, up, upscaled hey, listen, it. Listen, Dan's just trying to—he's trying to fucking take us away from the truth here. No, I don't yeah. know why. Yeah, what's going on, Dan? I'm just saying. I'm trying to on? reveal the truth. The, I'm trying to lead you guys to the right place that the pufferfish well, are in charge. What about Dan, the fuck? What was the other thing you're talking about? The stingrays or some shit? What stingrays about the, what are, are quiet. I've been around for millions of years. They've been around longer hey, than listen, snakes. Hey, listen, if you don't shut the fuck up about no, these pufferfish, we're doing Simpsons Part Two next week. Hey, that's fine with me. I like the Simpsons. <laughs> I've been waiting for Simpsons Part Two. I got plenty There's, more references ready to go. Oh, uh, there it's coming. No, no, yeah, that's that's an empty threat. You gotta throw some true crime out there, and then you yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do some true crime next week. The pufferfish is ludicrous, Dan. You're out of your mind. You've had too many twisted teas. You've twisted your brain. I think or you, guys, you guys, you guys, minds have been clouded by the these like the pufferfish overlords, dude. Their supreme psychic the powers have taken you guys overlords. for a ride. You guys are leading in the completely opposite direction than where you need to be looking right now. Didn't Homer eat? A, didn't Homer eat a pufferfish one time? Why do you think there are so many fountains in Rome? Water, pufferfishes, snakes go in water too. Yes, yeah, so it's do true. snakes to snakes cool down. Swim. Some yeah. snakes do, not all snakes. All pufferfish are in water. Well, I mean, you can't Someone argue on that Someone make a shirt one. where you transform Dan's head into a puffer fish, please. <laughs> just fully expanded too. Glasses, fully expanded. glasses and all, just wrapped glasses around. Glasses are that barely big old hanging dome. on. That's what I want to see on the Facebook meme page. Anyways, to finish off this theory, in this case, the theory would be that the aliens hired the the reptilians hired this dude to build it for them in the form of a snakehead. But the reptilians probably don't like their facial facial uh, facial features. Probably is not a snake. It's reptile like, but not snake like. This is like a snake like building. That's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. But then on stage, you, it's called the piece is called the resurrection. Have you ever seen this? <laughs> That's behind the Pope. Oh. It's like a, it's supposed to represent like Jesus rising from a apocalyptic. From hell. From hell, like an <laughs> apocalypse. And then, I don't got a good picture of it, couldn't find one, but if you zoom in on his what? head. It's terrifying. It looks like a reptile. And they only have white snake cover bands playing there. That's it. <laughs> uh, That's it. Well, so, hold on. Are you, do you not have a picture of it zoomed in? You're just going to make that claim and not show us? 
I couldn't find it. I couldn't find one that uh, goes with this video I watched. All right. You know what? Sorry, Dan. I might be on Team Pufferfish if you're not going to pull up a picture. <laughs> How do I know that Jesus head isn't puffed up? You zoom on that. You see that? Yeah, I can't tell if it's. Yeah, I can't tell if it's a bullshit. It's definitely more pufferfish than it is a reptile. It's hard to see. I'll have to look. I, I can only find I, I a, good, it, a good video in, in or a good yeah. a good angle. I'll hashtag video. look it up well, after. It all comes down to the fact that if they play White Snake or Hootie and the Blowfish, then yeah. we'll know. Simple as that. The Pope comes up to every time I look <laughs> at <laughs> you, I go blind. <laughs> in the morning, here I go again. Jesus, Jesus was to, uh, Jesus healed the blind. I mean, he also um, loved to get smashed too. So. Hey, you eat a hey, puffer fish, you know, Japanese puffer fish mm. gets it kind of high. Mm. Anyways, there's, there's a lot of theory, a lot more on the Vatican, different theories. I mean, there's like the reverse God theory that the Vatican has been taken over by Satan. That's why all this pedophilia and stuff is rampant through the Catholic church. And then it, on and on all the other banking. I can get on board with that. That would make sense for why it's such an awful fucking place ran by terrible people. Well, it's just the cover-ups are beyond staggering. You can go look it up. It's the amount of court cases and lawsuits, and it's ridiculous. It's dude, there's so much bad that's come out of that fucking place. Like it's it absolutely insane. That that is like for the size of that country, that is easily the most <laughs> evil, concentrated fucking place ever. That's got lakes and lakes of that purple shit, the perp plus from fucking Ghostbusters two, just running under there in those secret tunnels. It's an yeah. awful place. And uh, when when we work up the the stomach to explore that topic we will there's no part two coming anytime soon but eventually maybe we can get into all that stuff it seems yeah. like more comes up every month so i was reading something that's got the highest crime rate in the world for pickpockets like population theft. wise though well yeah, well, yeah but that, that, i mean there's 600 people so one there's one assault it's like the still like yeah. per capita <laughs> reptilians <laughs> blowfish and Satan, man, it's not a good place. The unholy union of reptilians and blowfish. It is the pickpocket capital of the world, I believe. Yeah, because there's so many fucking tourists. Just tourists. These guys go in like... like 7 Oh, I just dropped my watch here. Oh, I, talk, I got your wallet and your cell phone and your keys to your always carry, hotel. You know, always carry your shit in your front pockets. That's why I always wear a funny pack. Always put Me your too. stuff down your pants. No one's going to get you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little pocket down clench, there. Clench it. Where clench. you wear two pairs of underwear. At, you put Sal, it you're forgetting you put it where between. you're where you are, buddy. <laughs> you're the Vatican. <laughs> Not a lot of stuff safe in your pants, but that's okay. Fair. I mean, I'm I'm a little story. I'm a little too old. I think they wouldn't care. Maybe I don't know. You shaved. You're looking pretty young. That's, I yeah. did drop a few years off the face there, but all right. We could go all all day on more theories, but I think that's it for today. I think when we're looking at, I'm sure there's stuff in the Vatican that. Uh, hidden knowledge um you know that they control and you know some of it powerful um but if it's gonna hurt the church i don't believe for a second that there's documents and stuff that would directly hurt the church's power because i why what would be the pros of keeping that in existence if it ever got out you would lose all your power and credibility. You would just destroy that. You would. So, so to me, it's like when they're like, "Oh, you break the Vatican. They have all these secret, the anti-church docs." I'm like, "What? You just burn them? We just burn them?" Yeah, but I'm this like, is a place that's wrapped in scandal after scandal after scandal, yeah. and a lot of these people who are pieces of shit are still fucking working, and they're still priests. Yeah, and like, so why don't they burn them or fire them or get rid of them? Like, it's, buddy, they got a strong union. <laughs> 
I guess. I don't know. Talked a lot um, of tithe. But like, f- as for like ancient, you know, grand grimoires and stuff like that, of like ancient arts and stuff, or, or maybe um, stuff, you know, to open consciousness or stuff like that, or, or books of just like this, this kind of weird knowledge. Sure. I'm sure they have tons of stuff like that. Um, and not that it would necessarily hurt them, but maybe it would give people, you know, various powers to control themselves or make themselves a better person. And they don't want that. They want to keep the thumb over everyone. Uh, but again, if it was too hurtful, I believe they would just destroy these, this stuff. As for the chronovisor, why not? I mean, that cool. would be a powerful thing to have. And you just have someone looking through it all the time, making yeah. notes. Yeah. I think I would, uh, I would tend to agree with you, Braden. But I also think if there is that many like scriptures and documents and books and conversations of like Pope's letters and stuff, they might just, and they don't let that many people down there. They might just not know, you know, what half the shit is down there. They've just never even bothered to go look at it because like, eh, it's been there for a thousand years. Like, we don't know. You gotta have good cardio to get to the end of those shelves. Man. Fifty-two miles, man. Fuck. Yeah, fuck that. that po- whoever's running those those uh, lines would be uh, leading the running challenge right now, day in day out, searching for scriptures. Get those steps in. Yeah. I think you know there's probably stuff from the ancient world that if we could find it and decipher it, oh, it might shed some light. It might change history a little bit. So either maybe they've just never read it, or what are you blinking a lot there? I was just batting my eyes. People are getting lost in them. Stuck in his eyes. Uh-huh. People are getting lost in them in the chat. So I thought I'd just bat them yeah. at them. Better be careful. Bit. Your contacts are going to follow. Pump. Anyways, yeah. As, yeah. as far as aliens go, I mean, it's a filter. <laughs> as far as aliens, I, I I hope in the corona. I hope all that stuff. More 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 info comes out. Let's say I'm hoping for that. Andrew, what do you think? <laughs> I don't know what to think. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, I I think this shit is cool. I think it's, you know, getting, I'm glad we focus on this part because it's fun and it's interesting. Like I, I'd love to think that they have cool shit like that locked away in the Vatican. Do they really though? Probably not. A lot of nonsense. Probably a bunch more make believe stories, <laughs> but I don't know. I have no idea. It's fun to talk about though. It's fun to theorize. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's a, a place of history, if nothing else. Long, long extended human history. So that's pretty cool. Dan, what do you think? Yeah, uh, when you have an organization <laughs> with such a long history and and relatively un- and, and uninterrupted, like the Vatican, of course they're going to have stuff in their important historical documents that are one of a kind, unique. We haven't seen. Will they lead some huge revelation? Probably not. Like, uh, Braden made the good point. It's like, why would you keep it? Why would you, why wouldn't you just burn it? Like if this says, you know, Jesus escaped to French Gaul and became married into the, you know, the Franks who lived there at the time. Like, why would you, why would you change his name to Jesus? Boom. Gone. No, change his name to Clovis or whatever. Um, Yeah. There'd be no reason to keep it because if you want to portray Jesus as a divine being, then yeah, you wouldn't want to keep that stuff. But yeah, but is, there a lot, maybe, is, is there a lot of cool stuff in there? Probably. There's a lot of stuff that could le- you know, lend a lot uh, different views or shape the the context of how we see certain events that happen in history. Sure, there's probably a bunch of that stuff in there. And it kind of sucks that a lot of it is in Latin and they only let out so much every now and then. 
Um, I, but they did, they do release documents every now and then, like when they release the documents, like the correspondence of like Pope Pius the 12 and, uh, during his time as Pope, which was right there at the beginning of world war two, uh, all of those things, like they do release stuff and there's, there's things in there that can give us important and, uh, unique points of view into history, which is kind of neat. Like I find that extremely interesting. So yeah, it's a, well, I wonder maybe they keep that shit just like the same reason serial killers keep like fucking shit that can get them busted like you know piece of their ID or their clothes just to be like ha got these I mean fuckers. they still I mean it's technically they still do believe in curses because there was the the whole matter of is it St. Paul or St. Paul's bones or something like that where they thought they found it and they wouldn't let people look at them thousand for a year while curse. because they thought there was a thousand year curse on them so <laughs> Dude, I mean they still have that like there's well, still, they, they, I they learned that they the were doing crucifixions, story. crucifications by, or no, uh, sorry. Uh, what's it when you exercise the demons? What's that called again? Exorcisms. Exorcisms by phone. Five the demons. <laughs> They're doing them by clean. phone. That's what I learned research in this case file. I, I had that lined up, but uh, I'll save it for the next one because yeah, they've done yeah. like thousands and thousands of exorcisms, even we in modern see if we can times. Call them up and get one done by phone. Skype. They, they opened up Skype? the exorcism, exorcism course to other denominations. Like, you don't have to be Catholic. You can be other Christ, Christianity. And they've been teaching everyone how to exorcise demons. So, Pastafarians. It's cool. I'm. I, I don't think they discriminate on the on the religion anymore. You can go. Uh, Money's money, man. You got demons. Pace. Yeah. <laughs> got to pay for those lawsuits somehow. <laughs> yeah. All right, but we'll get to that. Uh, we'll come back to it. All right. Fire up the old randomatron. Rando, here we go. Printing. Uh oh, you know what this is? Little space news. Mm, spitting out something. Um, this there, we don't have a lot of space news, but the one we have, um, is pretty cool. I didn't know NASA's Ingenuity was a transformer. Fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> I I thought it, I thought we landed a rover, and next thing I know, it it it's got wings and it blasts off. It's a helicopter. Well, there's two separate. There's like the rover and then there's a chopper like drone that's attached to it that takes off. Yeah. And they did a controlled flight. The It now is the Guinness Book of World Records for the furthest RC helicopter. It was, it's, <laughs> you, it's, it's the first aircraft of its kind on a separate planet. Yeah. So it took off, did a test flight, flew up, and then they landed it back down. 39 seconds. It was in the air. It's cool. <laughs> it's just cool. This is a fucking, not, this is a cool fucking thing. Like if a helicopter on Mars. Like, you fly what? you fly a rover like the hundreds of millions of kilometers at the perfect time. Or you fly a spacecraft with a rover. You launch the rover from the spacecraft. It controlled crashes into the planet. Wheels out a, like a, a four-wheel rover and then also has a helicopter which they can control from Earth that's hundreds of millions of kilometers away. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's wild. So, so 39 seconds, first flight, 
accomplish all the major major milestones like hover, turn left, turn right, mm. all the other stuff. Yeah, and um, so coming up on Space News, they crash. <laughs> they crash the the helicopter on Mars. Next record, first air aircraft collision. Yeah, on Mars. Yeah. And it's going to collide with the ground. <laughs> or back with the rover. comes back in. Rotors yeah. fl- fly and just smashes the, ro- the rover into the ground. Hopefully That's not. That's just going to happen. But uh, hopefully not too soon. Hopefully we get a couple more good flights out of it. Um, that's all I had for space news. Do you guys have anything? That was that was really the... I mean, that's the biggest space news in a long time. So Yeah, there hasn't been really a lot uh, going on in space. But. A lot of like CubeSat launches, but stuff we've covered a million times. It's not it's not not newsworthy anymore. There's so much stuff flying up to space that you can't cover every every launch anymore. So, all right, that's it. Let's shut down the randomatron for the, t- the night. She done. Uh, we don't need two tonight. Yeah. All right, bringing back song of the week again. Last week was a success. Some people listened. We I really appreciate it. So if you're looking, if you're an unsigned band. I, I'm changing it to actually song of the week because you don't have to be a band, just an artist. If you're just a singer, you're a rapper, whatever, you got an original song, send it in to alientheorist at gmail.com. Make sure to put music submission in the he- in the title or the title. Fuck, what am I talking? I got fucking stoned as hell at halftime there. <laughs> anyway, send in your you song. Stone, we forgot our thread, thread of the week or? It's, that's coming up after this. Oh, okay. Are we going to do that after the band? <laughs> I thought the band comes last. Well, I always read shit last. Okay. Well, I guess we um, we could do the band last. Well, I don't know time. if you're gonna play the is the band like the new outro music. It's at the very end. It's just part as part of the episode. Anyways, it's our okay. buddy, good buddy from Kelowna, BC, D. Lopez. He's just released a full uh, full album. Song's called "Breaking Stoned. Down," featuring Stoned. Stoned as hell. "Breaking Down" featuring Danny Lyon. It's a dope rap track. Stick around for the end. The end of the week. Well. I guess we're we we're gonna give it to uh, Kyle Goodrich. Oh yeah, a master Facebook. fucking troll, master <laughs> troll, um, next level troll. He even fucked with our heads. So he was on the Facebook group posting um, misinformation and hashtag fake news. He was posting Photoshop edits of the Mandela effect. Oh, I did see claiming that, that his Spotify feed was rapidly changing and how are we doing this and posting audio f- over top of video um, straight up trolling um, genius level like, trolling like three though. different like, posts too. genius level intellect basically is uh, this guy uh, trolling I we questioned ourselves we did I did we, uh, we legitimately questioned ourselves at I one think- point I thought Zell was just pranking us and hadn't told us what i thought and i thought the same thing i was like did Braden figure out how to get into the feed but i was like that's impossible because spotify owns the feed and you actually can't edit once i submit like i can't go back in once we send them the file we send the wrong file we fucked up you can't go back so kudos to kyle goodrich um for your uh excellent use of photoshop amazing and for not a shop whatever it's called and uh and your use of trolling everyone, it caused some great panic on the Facebook group. Uh, <laughs> mass hysteria. Mass hysteria in our group chat. I'd be like, what is real? What is happening? Uh, Ma- but we Matrix got to the bottom lives. of it. Congratulations, Kyle Goodrich. You're the theorist of the week. Boom. 
All right, if you're not supporting the show on Patreon already and you want early access to case files, live stream, Discord, bonus stuff, head over to patreon.com slash alien theorist podcast or find the link in the podcast description. This week we have Irish wrist watch. I'm trying to give me fucking tongue twisters on this now. Last week someone tried to say I swallow cum. These people are like, getting to me. Uh, Hunt Warness went up. Dustin Begby, full year pledge by Ray Combs. Woo. Jennifer Glenk, Emily Moulton, another year pledge by Devin Cartelli. Yeah. Ethan King, Joshua DeLuca, Ben, Melissa, Elaine Tremblay. Kyle Crowley goes up to the top tier pledge. We yeah. appreciate it. Woo! Alien Beans and Alex Castellano. Thank you very much for supporting the show. And as we always say at the end of things, keep those eyes on the skies. See you in after hours. <laughs>